0: You know it's gonna be hot gonna Welcome be hot.
1: to the Bridge the Gap Podcast With your host, Dr. Don and Khalif A hip-hop influence, father and son duo Bridging the gap, one conversation at a time Yo, what's going on good people, man? This is your boy, Dr. Don I mean? Who you be? It's
0: your boy, Elise, man We're back, we ain't record in a minute, yo
1: Yo, I saw, you always have a delay when it's time for you to say your name as if you are remembering your name
0: each time you say it, man. This time I actually might have forgot it, man. I, mean, I ain't I had to record the intro in a minute. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So, I, I don't even know what today is. It doesn't matter. It's like, I know it's, it's May. Yeah, yeah. It's um, May. 2022. And... You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's. A, I mean, there's a lot that's been going on in the past couple of weeks in the world. Um, but, but I think before we we start, want to send out, you know, prayers and condolences, and hoping that these families are surrounded by, you know, a spirit of, of love. You know, just with everything that went down in in Buffalo. Um, it's, I mean, yeah. it's 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 a lot. And, you know, I don't really have much to say about it. It's just, you know, a lot of people are quick to jump to asking questions about mental health. And I think sometimes that's used as a cop-out, specifically when the, the person who did the killing um, is, is, is a white male. Um, I don't think people of color, particularly black people, get that same benefit of the doubt or people try and make excuses um, for them. And then, you know, there are a lot of people who, who struggle with, you know, mental health issues and don't go out and, and kill people. So I think sometimes that's a a, a scapegoat for people. But again, that, that's a whole nother topic for, for another day. Just want to, you know, just take the time to recognize and honor those lives
0: that were lost.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the whole mental health thing, I mean... I think it was pretty clear to see what was going on and just the ways in which what happened happened and the selectivity. So uh, I think that is every he knew what was going on. Everyone else knows what's going on, but that's that's just I don't know a scary situation to be in. I work most of my part time job experience has been in grocery stores. So I don't know. I just can't imagine that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's unbelievable and yet it's believable um yeah i mean you know as as a nation we got some some work to do we got some questions that we really need to grapple with and um yeah so again shout out not a shout out but just our con- my condolences and you know prayers go out to the to the families of of those that were lost you know what i mean yeah. And and so with that, like it's, it's always, it's always difficult to try like to have like a segue or a transition when you, when yeah, you talking about yeah. something so serious. Um, but yeah. Um, but one of the things that we were talking about is it, it's nonsense, right? The, you, you mentioned this, this thing with Jack Harlow and, and Brandy. Um, I, of course, I didn't know what the heck you were talking about, but
0: yeah, man, uh, It was Jack Harlow. You know, he just released an album like a week or two ago. Uh, I won't say my takes on the album because I didn't uh, finish it because I didn't want to listen anymore. Wow. But, (laughs) you know, I I still mess with Jack Harlow. But, um, yeah, he was doing a press run. He's at Hot 97, chopping it up with Ebro and them. Um, And I guess they were doing like, I guess, guess the older... I guess, legendary or whatever musician. And it was Brandy.
1: But hold up. But did they play her song or something?
0: I, I think they did that. Yeah, uh, they they played like a snippet of her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he didn't know. And so they gave him hints after hints after hints. They even said uh, it was Ray J's sister. And they just, he didn't know. And I thought there was nothing wrong with that, but. The video hit social media and people just took it and ran with it. Like, oh, my gosh, how are you in the culture? You don't know who Brandy is. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like. Bro, he, I'm sure he knows who Brandy is, just not a bunch of maybe not her music stuff surrounding her careers or her career. It's just like people were tracking it, especially um, Indie Irie. I, I want to read just what she posted um, to her Instagram story real quick. She was dragging it, but she said, um, just because you make Black music doesn't mean you know Black culture. If you don't know Brandy's voice when you hear it, who even are you? (laughs) When an actual musician who makes Black music uh, deduces one of the most important voices, Brandy, to Ray J's sister, who is mostly famous... Uh, for his proximity to the Kardashians no. yeah okay <laughs> she's she's just tripping
1: that's reaching okay yeah I mean I don't know like, did it's, you it's hear it's my about, explanation it, it's, it's, it's it's about context and so what, like what, what is your explanation
0: for because
1: um, you, you were talking about like a- in the ivory yeah like what what were your concerns with what she said
0: Because she's so I don't know, she's just she's just dragging it because, you know, talking about deducing a black artist down to whatever. um, And then she does the same thing to Ray J, saying who is uh, mostly famous for his proximity to Kim Kardashian. That's not who Ray J is. That's not why people know Ray J. Yeah. People know Ray J's music. People know Ray J's acting, his him being in shows. He has his own electronic company. So it's just I don't know. She was just talking to me.
1: but, yeah, but so th- so this is the thing that I think is is interesting that people don't understand like the context. Like so, if we think about who who Jack Harlow is and we think about his age, I guarantee that I can find people who are Jack Har- Harlow's age who don't really know anything about Brandy, um, and hey, they're black people. Um, hey, guess what? What?
0: <laughs> that would be me.
1: But I'm saying,
0: like, so um, if, if like I played I know a song, who Brandy is.
1: if if I played a song, you wouldn't be able to tell me it was Brandy. No. Okay.
0: Unle- unless it was like maybe one of the few songs that I. But if you just played a little clip of her voice singing, I wouldn't. I might be able to guess, but I wouldn't just know. Oh, that's Brandy. I mean, I'm not the biggest like R and B person for real, but like brandy was popping and putting her work before i was even probably listening to music for real so it's like yeah it's uh, a, but what, i what do you I think, want me to do
1: I, I think in this situation it seems like people are taking license because you know jack harlow I, i'm assuming he identifies as white um <laughs> is is doing music and so you know people are going to be saying like yo you you can't be for the culture if you don't know who Brandy is. But to me, honestly, Man, that's not that that's, that, out. that that's not a fair a, a fair assessment. Now you know if yeah because it's it's Brandy and and he's twenty three and he's a he's a rapper. Now he's a if from he like
0: Louisville, like come on,
1: like if he didn't know who Nelly was or if he didn't know who I, I don't know maybe some other hip hop artists maybe you're going to be like, yo, you can't be in a culture and don't know who these people are. But we also, again, like people be losing context again. Like there's some black people who are in the culture who are his age, who don't know anything Bro, about Brandy. Most,
0: most 20, between the ages of, I don't know, what's 18 to 24, let's say. There's a lot of stuff that people don't, especially in hip hop. Like you think, even like hip hop artists, they don't know Nas. We don't know Nas like that. hello, hello, Wait, we know who Nas is, but you ask—I don't know. So if you were to ask like Roddy Rich to spit a Nas verse, he's not doing it.
1: Yeah, I, I say. Matter of fact, didn't you send me a video <laughs> oh, of, yeah. of, of kids in the gym that the—I yeah, think the, the the teacher asked them. Who 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 whose album was Illmatic?
0: Yeah, and, if and they, if they, didn't they didn't know it. They had it. to
1: they had to do take laps or whatever. And yeah. so he, asked, you know, who did Illmatic? And cats just started running because they they didn't they just didn't know. Not so, a single person knew. And, and so that that's the context, right? And so when we have like Illmatic, right, which is considered one of the greatest rap albums or albums that that was ever created. <laughs> There's a generational disconnect and, and divide. Like I don't, I just don't assume that um, high school kids are gonna gonna know it. And then one one quick aside with that, um, it's not an aside. It's a quick story. Is that when I was doing my hip hop program in the high school, people didn't really know. They knew, like you said, they knew about Nas, but they didn't. They didn't know about like Illmatic. And so I remember telling them, "I right, go home and listen to Illmatic." And I probably don't still have the texts because that was like mad years ago. But well, one of the students was like, yo, the Illmatic joint go kind of hard. And I was like, yeah it, yeah, it does. But he had never listened to it before.
0: He, and my thing is, people like love to act, brand Like, the, I don't believe for a second that your generation just knew every single artist from 20 years. You, like, you have to understand, knew- there
1: wasn't that... That much. There wasn't it that many? Between, no, or, not, not hip hop. No, what I'm saying is, like, when I come into hip hop, I mean, of, there's a number of artists that I might not know, but, like, these are some, like, small artists. They weren't, like, big. They were just kind of out, you know, doing, you know, doing stuff. But, like, the other, like, for instance, the other day I was listening, I was in the car and there was a song that came on and I was like, yo, I was today years old when I realized um, that. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell sang the song. If this world were mine, I only knew the Luther version. And people was like, "Yo, come on, son." But yo, I I had never heard them sing it. Like really? they were a little bit before my time. I knew the Luther version. That's
0: and that's exactly what I'm saying. People will act like, yeah like of course you know certain people who like your parents played or what." But you don't know all the music from the generation before you. No, nah, you don't. It's like come on. Yeah, I mean, you got to I, I think people expect
1: people to know. Some of the big artists, like if if the dude said he had never heard of Michael Jackson, then I would say we need to kick him out of the culture immediately. Um, So
0: speaking about Michael Jackson, I was this is just a random side thought real quick. I was thinking about because I randomly just watched like three to four Michael Jackson videos the other day. It's do you know how good your music has to be and how good of an artist you have to be? to go through the stages of just the way Michael Jackson looked and still be successful. Like imagine, imagine if like Drake got like, just completely switched his look, his nose was, that would that's insane. And that's like, that's before social media. So like Michael Jackson didn't go on his Instagram story explaining, it's like, fam, that, that's crazy to me.
1: I mean, people talked about it. But people ain't care. And he, yo, know, man, yeah. But if
0: but if he wasn't making like if he had mid music, then people might you know be like, yo. What is this dude doing? Yeah, but,
1: but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like certain people that like folks put on a pedestal that they just could do no wrong, right? It's like Michael Jackson was one of those people who could do no wrong. Prince was one of those people who just could do no wrong. Um, similarly, like. The, these days, Beyonce, is someone who can do no wrong. Because if you talk about Beyonce, gonna, people yeah. coming for you.
0: I, I have I have another one on that list who people treat that way that we're going to talk about a little later. But okay, I have an interesting take on that. But yeah. So the other
1: thing that happened—I mean, we didn't talk about it, but we we've talked about this brother. Um, on, on here a number of times, right? Because yeah. it, w- it was a lot of controversy surrounding some of his, his comments. Um, and so, you know, Kevin Samuels, you know, recently passed away, um, you know, rest in peace to, you know, Kevin Samuels. And it, here's one of my biggest struggles. Like I, I don't, I don't <laughs> wish death on anybody. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, to hear people coming out and saying, you know, that's karma. That's what you get for talking about black women and all of this stuff. I'm just like, yo, bro, come on, man. Like, like people. It's are like, uh, it's was,
0: oh, it was it's just crazy because like the way people play with life and death, like I can't put the way that I think on other people, but it's just crazy to watch. Like before it was even confirmed or anything like that, people were celebrating. And it's like, no matter how much you celebrate, there's there's something that he said that, well, for a lot of people, there's something that he said that was probably true that had you feeling a certain way. Because if, if you think that someone is just talking a bunch of BS, doesn't make sense. There's plenty of people like that who do similar things to Kevin Samuels. People don't pay attention. It's something to make you, I would hope it'd be get out of character to get on Twitter and celebrate someone dying. And then when you call it karma, like everyone on earth isn't going to die someday. It's like, bro. So, and, got it, got it. it. Just again, calling it karma, like especially in the black community, people don't know people who pass away early from heart conditions. Like it's, it's yeah, not, I don't I mean, know.
1: But, but they're just saying like a lot of times because they didn't agree with what he said, that they thought he was mean. He, you know, he was misogynistic, sexist and all of these things and, and had negative things to say black, about black women. Now I don't, I, and, and I told myself I really wasn't going to talk about this. Um, Cause it, 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 these days it's, it's difficult to say certain things because people don't understand nuance and the complexity Mm -hmm. of arguments. And so in thinking about the complexity of the arguments surrounding Kevin Samuels, to me, it's interesting to talk about what he says about black women and then go and purchase and stream the music of people (laughs) who are saying similar things
0: about black women. It's not even, it's not even similar things for real. It's because that point, a lot of people made that like, one, the fact that you're getting this mad about someone's opinion and what they think and the fact that he's talking to people who volunteer to be on his show, that's crazy. But like the fact that people will bash Kevin Samuels and then go turn up to like music that got people, the videos is crazy. They put in women down, whatever they talk about. It's just like, yeah, and this and, is OK. Yeah, and,
1: it's, it's, it's a disconnect. But I think part of part of what happened with Kevin Sammy, I mean, he's the thing is, like, he's 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 a relatively new phenomenon for, for people. He was right. He's been doing it for a while. But I think that one video is what made him go viral. Yeah. Right, Because when that video comes out, when he's talking with that that woman, I think that's what drew people in. To start, you know, listening to him. It, the, the interesting thing for me is when I was looking at comments and I hate looking at comments, but sometimes I look at comments just to kind of gauge where we are as a society. Um, if you want to know where we are as a society, read the comment sections or any article or whatever that that's out there. Right. And so when it was specifically in talking about Kevin Samuels, it was interesting to see. Who was supporting what he was saying And who wasn't right and so it was mixed Like people would assume that it would be like All men or men who was supporting Him and what he said But it was a lot of women who His fan base
0: is majority Women Not I I don't want to say Like a huge majority but I'm I'm pretty sure his Fan base was mostly women Yeah yeah, I I don't know But
1: but what about like now there's some dudes who who go who were definitely being an extra and were using like some of his stuff as fodder. Is is that the right word? Fodder. Um, you know. You know. As 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 kindling to burn the blazes of of how they really felt about women. Like on their own, they, they can use whatever he yeah. said as ammunition. Now the other thing that I made the argument about is that certain things that he said if it didn't impact you, you didn't care. And, and I can't talk about what he said about women, but specifically when you and I spoke about like the idea of the high value man. Now, Mm -hmm. like the people who were coming out against it, I don't think you had people who considered themselves to be high value men and who met the criteria that Kevin Samuels laid out. Like they weren't probably coming out against it. Like there were people who may not have met that metric who who felt some type of way and pushed back. And, you know, maybe there were people who fit the, the description or the, the metrics that he set who who had issues with what he said. But from 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 the male's perspective, um related to the high value man, I, I think it irritated people in in a way if they felt that they felt short of what he what he was putting out there, and he's yeah. only but and one person. And it motivated
0: person. some people too. Yeah, maybe
1: it motivated people. Yeah, but he. My thing is, like he's he's but one person. Like he's but mm-hmm. one person, one opinion. Um, and, and, and again, like people have the right to like what he says. People have a right like to disagree and hate what he says. I, I just, I, I, I'm just really weary of wishing death upon people and celebrating death upon people. Cause that's not something that's, I believe is in, in my hands.
0: Yeah. And my thing is, even if you hated him, you wish death on him, whatever the f- it's like now he's, he's gone. Right. I think it's crazy that like he, he has a mother, he has a daughter y'all online. He's not going to see it. Y'all online speaking crazy about this dude. And he got kids and it's like, that's crazy to me like there's no there's no sort of compassion for the people who are still here just be, just because of his opinion and another thing and that we people all were have pointing it. out yeah yeah what? another thing people are pointing out is like bro the dude was 56 57 y'all knew him for two years you're gonna put his whole like speak on his whole life like I don't know. That's that's just crazy. The,
1: the the other part and and see this is probably what will get me in trouble <laughs> is okay, that see some of the things that he said
0: what were true? Yeah. Yeah this this is my this is my thing with his content. And I've done more than just see the clips that people <laughs> people are wishing death off of clips. But um I think there's Definitely a lot of stuff that he says that um, I disagree with. Like he he was a very traditional person mm-hmm. and there's just some, I'm like, yo, that's kind of crazy to say. Um, I think that his delivery was pretty harsh uh, a lot of times. Um, I also think.
1: What, what was his delivery harsh or just unfiltered? Because I think there's a difference.
0: Yeah, there's a difference, but it was it was it was a little it was harsh at times. Okay. Like he 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 did that he did that on purpose because he's at the same time he's creating content. Yeah, he's an inter- he's entertaining people, and so like if he if he would play a certain sound effect when someone says like he he was mean he was he was mean sometimes. Okay. Um, but it's it's just uh what else about his content that I was about to say? I think that a lot of people just. Oh, the thing he was never the thing that separates him from a lot of the other men who were influenced by him to start just speaking stuff. And they I didn't believe that other people believed it. And I think that those dudes are corny who just use his name and the stuff he says. But the thing about him, I do personally believe that he had good intentions. Like his intentions were to improve people's lives. His intentions were like when he was talking about uh, bringing the black family back together. I do believe that he really meant that stuff. And that's what he really wanted to see. Um, And so, yeah. And he did. He did help a lot of people in their lives, whether it's telling them he always emphasized go to therapy. You need a the therapist. Um he he would tell people to get in shape. He didn't tell people in the best way all the time, but he did tell people to take care of themselves. And so yeah, it's, it's just I don't know.
1: I, yeah, like my th- like I'm not I'm not trying to justify what he said, justify his life and like I that's 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 above that's above my pay grade, you know, as a sociologist, like I, I just read different things and I, I'm, I'm always interested in people's perspectives and specifically nowadays where it's difficult for us to have conversations in disagreement because like when we talk about like the fact that, you know, people were set upset that he's harsh. Yeah. Okay. He, I, I think he, he definitely was harsh. And you know, some of the things that he said were, were problematic. And I think that, we are harsh. Right. If you, if you look at the statements and stuff that were made, like we're just living in a place right now where like people are mean, like Bro, people yeah, are literally mean spirited.
0: And right I, th- I think it's like we all learned this as a kid. This is saying two wrongs don't make it right. If you if someone uh, who someone you hate someone because you think what they say is messed up, mean, hateful or or anything and then you find out something bad happened to that person and you go out of your way to do the same thing and for a lot of people times 10 just to prove a point to someone who's no longer here it says more about you than it does him and two two uh two more things i want to say his content he was always consistent that's a thing a lot of people get on him for like uh he only talks to one person type of person this way it's not true um no matter what type of woman came on, whenever I saw it, he kept the same energy. He was just as mean, harsh or whatever you want to call him to them. And b- before he blew up with the thing, he was doing like men's content for like three years. Yeah. And he was coming for the dudes. Yo, you're broke. Why are you living? Uh, You shouldn't be living off your girl like this and talking about stock options and stuff like that. You've got life messed up or you know just he was doing the same thing but nobody cared and that brings me to the last point the same very people who were celebrating his death and who were mad at him were the same exact people who made him as big as he is every time y'all saw him say something crazy y'all would make him go viral and talk about it and then there were a lot of people who were like wait I mean he said that kind of crazy but that makes a little bit of sense and that's how his thing kept growing and growing and growing. It's because people were like, once they get past the delivery, some of the stuff he says was, it made sense and it was based in something. He wasn't just talking most of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) but I don't, yeah. I, like I said, I wish death upon nobody, you know, again, like his, he got kids, they're suffering, um, no family, his, I think his mom's found out from online or whatever. Craziness. Um, so yeah, like, again, I, I think we, we can dislike people and not just be like me there's a lot of nastiness that's happening right now man
0: yeah and it's it's a lot in part because of social media you can just type something and say whatever you want and walk away from it um and the, this is the actual last thing i want to say you can feel however you feel about kevin samuels but you can't deny the influence he's had in the past 2 years it's insane Half the conversation, half of the new podcasters in our community that talk about dating and relationship stuff were inspired from Kevin Samuels and things he's talked about. Half the conversations people were having were from what he's talked about. And whether you think that's good or bad, he he had crazy influence in just uh, two years. And I do think that even if uh, someone disliked it, there were a lot of people who disliked it and took the conversation elsewhere to... I guess get to a certain point in I don't know. And
1: but uh, yeah, and un- unpack it. I, yeah, he definitely a polarizing figure. Definitely a polarizing um figure. Um
0: Yeah, man. Man. And I also, I saw the clip of him in Atlanta the the next week. He was he was a decent actor.
1: Yeah, I don't, but, um, I, I haven't I got to catch up with the, with the episodes in in Atlanta. Um but yeah, I mean, it, it, and then I just saw somebody get a tattoo. I think there's at least two people I've seen get a tattoo of of Kevin Samuels, and, and of course, they, I mean, they be I think yeah. they being a little extra. That's a bit much, but again, that's their body. Um, they could do what they want, but it, it nah, is that, yeah. that that
0: that that's 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 a little wild. Because why are you getting? I don't know. But that's, why why, why do we get a
1: tattoo of anybody on our body that's not us? You know, I, uh, that's not related to us.
0: No, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like some people were doing it kind of out of spite. Yeah, of spite, in a like, way saying
1: like, yo, because they were calling him Saint Samuel. Yeah, or like that yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, people doing that, that was a little
0: wild to me. But you, you, you do what you want, man. Yeah. You know? You, you get in shower every day. <laughs> Look at that picture of Kevin Samuels. That's on, funny. On but leg, um, man. but yeah, man. Rest, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, yo. You're listening to
1: Bridge the Gap Podcast with Dr. Don and Khalif our father and son bridging the gap, one conversation at a time. Now, what else happened, man? Um, people I was somebody got beat up on stage.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang, yeah, we really ain't recording a minute. So uh, I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. Dave Chappelle, um, he was performing. He he, Everyone was there. I don't know what type of show he had going on, it's but uh, everyone was uh, there.
1: Netflix is a joke or something like that.
0: Oh, so well, Beyonce and Jay-Z were there. Rihanna was there.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah, there, there was like mad A-list celebrities well, there. They, I
1: mean, they were at the Hollywood Bowl or whatever they called it.
0: Yeah, but everyone was there. Um, and the guy, <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it was a joke. Cause I, I happened to wake up like really early that morning and I saw someone say that, yo, someone tried to run up on Dave Chappelle and they, uh, took his arm off and put it back on backwards. And I was like, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> and I see a picture of a dude. No, I didn't even see the picture yet. I just saw people talking about, um, what had happened. So the guy, uh, Gets in, he runs up on stage and tries to tackle Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is not a little dude. <laughs> he he, 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 he fell. hit the ground. Yeah. He fell, but it was after like a couple stumbles and he wasn't able to keep his balance. He he's he stayed up for a good amount of time though. But um yeah, the person ran up on stage, tried to tackle him, Dave ran after him, and then the security and a bunch of other people ran after him and they gave him the beats, man. I don't I don't know how else to say
1: it. yeah they his, they release his a lot really, of 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 tension
0: his arm really did look like it was backwards in the uh picture that did come out but um this was this was crazy to me one just because the fact that People are running up on stage and I was like, OK, is this about to be a trend thing? Because after the Will Smith thing, we have seen I've seen a couple more people do it. We'll run up like, on stage. Yeah. Or like interrupt people when it's just like, OK, but, um, you know, there's no there's no way to guarantee that that's connected or influenced by that, but it's just like, is this what's about to happen now?
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, the, the other thing is also like the ass whipping. like some people, <laughs> some people were, were posting, yo, violence is never the answer. Um, <laughs> they didn't have to do him like that. Um, then some I'm people happy were, i don't
0: follow those people.
1: And, and then some people were saying, yo, you, you roll up, you're going to get rolled out. Um, so, you know, is that, but the funniest thing, the funniest thing was when Chris Rock grabbed the mic and said, was that Will Smith? Yo. <laughs> oh, Chris, man. Hey, man. Chris, Chris. Man.
0: Um, but I think the fact that it came out later that the dude had like a, a fake gun, but with a knife attached to it with a real knife attached to it, that was the craziest part to me. Cause it's like, yo, if he really wanted, I don't know what his plans were, but like he could have either seriously injured Dave or like killed him. It's like, that's a knife, bro. And the fact that that got past security, a little crazy. Yeah, I'm saying it was um, like, it, it
1: was a replica a replica gun that that dispenses a knife. Not dispenses, but you know what I'm saying. Um yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was made out of. Like, it, I mean, the, the replica piece could have been made out of plastic or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, but the interesting but that thing knife is was real. Yeah, but the the interesting thing is that there wasn't more footage of it because Dave be taking people's making you put your phones in those pouches. Yeah, because if if he didn't, it would have been a lot more footage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of, of that joint, and so it just so happened to have that little bit. Um, <laughs> dude, somebody. That was it. Busta Rhymes and Jamie Foxx also j- joined in on yeah. the beatdown. Yeah, of... they
0: jumped. Hey, I, yeah. I, I messed with bro because that's crazy. Like you think you' about to run up on stage, tackle homie, and nothing's about to happen to you. Um, but yeah, I don't think he'll he'll probably try to sue at some point. But I don't think that will sue. Little... Yeah. I mean I don't think yeah.
1: he's being charged, at least what I've read. Oh yeah. He's not being charged with a felony. I think it's gonna be misdemeanors or
0: something like that. Yeah, a couple of misdemeanors. But um yeah, good good thing that, you know, uh everyone ended up safe but, and, a, and alive, but yeah. homie. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was crazy. Um, something else that was crazy. We could just touch on this real quick. Um, this one really hurt my heart, y'all. So young thug, uh, Gunna, and a bunch of other people—I think it was 28 in total—people associated with Young Thug's label, um, YSL, mm. were arrested uh, for. Was it racketeering? I guess, what is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a RICO charge, oh. racketeering, and that's that's the bad one, yo. That's that's the one they said it was made for mafias. Yep. I remember they were trying to get a Rico and power against ghosts and them, but uh yeah, Young Thug, <laughs> Young Thug and Gunna they 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 locked up right now. As,
1: How many with is the, is Mad counts of bro? Is it is
0: it was it over? It's 50 like counts? 56, yeah, fifty six. I think it was like around or... fifty six counts. And oh. it it was it was just crazy. If if uh the listeners don't know, Young Thug is a top five rapper, uh top five favorite rapper for me all time. So it it, it, re- it really sucked seeing that happen. Like my, my heart low key dropped when I saw the news, I was like, no, cause when you see Rico, you know, that's a bad one.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I was shocked because it like in my head, like when I see young thug, hey. if, if, <laughs> if, 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 like if we're thinking in stereotypes, right? Like if, like if someone was like, yo, uh, think of any other rapper that you think of like got caught up in some stuff. But like, oh, okay. But like w- when you think about Young Thug and seeing him and Gunner. The the first thing, the furthest thing from my mind is that this is I was like, wait, what? Rico racketeering fifty six counts. I'm like, All right. what? Yo, I, I was taken aback. I don't I don't know anything about Young Thug. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, oh wow. It was shocking. Yeah, it was, man. It was just shocking, um,
0: to me, man. But yeah, I mean, young Young Thug. I mean, you can tell by the name, he he was a street dude. He's from Atlanta, got started young, but from just the public view, and in the, in the last year since he's really been successful, he's been on a more positive path. I I, I hope I I really hope, man. Um it doesn't it doesn't look like it completely, but uh he he I know he's done a lot of good in the community. I just hope he didn't do uh that much bad. But it was it was crazy because it's public, like you can read a lot of the stuff they charged him with and how they used it, uh, or how they came up with the charge, and a lot of it was lyrics, and it, it's just crazy.
1: That that's yeah, that's the interesting part using the lyrics.
0: That's one we'll get to why that's crazy, like why using lyrics period is crazy. But like just reading through, I'm like rapping along in my head, like yo, I know these songs. These songs I was in high school, and it's like bruh, that's that's craziness. Um, like some of some of your favorite lyrics, you don't you don't think that you'll ever see them used in this context. But I think the whole idea of using lyrics is like it's not, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, I it's, don't know it's, the
1: it's, word. It's, it's, it's like some people argue one, people talk about fairness, right. And people talk about, you know, stupidity, stop speaking about stuff in your lyrics. Some people are saying, yo, the way that they create music is no different than like a movie. Like, are you going to arrest so-and-so because they put this in a movie that they did, that they did or whatever. Um, and so why do you use these lyrics to try and take down these rappers or whatever? Uh, I mean, I mean, it started happening, I I can remember at least, at least a decade ago, you know, some of these conversations about, you know, lyrics and, and how the the rap police and everybody were using them to kind of, um, to get at these people based on things that they were talking about in their songs, man. So I don't know, 56 counts, of course. Bro, yeah.
0: that hit me like, that, that because unfortunately i've seen like a a good amount of rappers pass in the years that that felt like that like seeing young Thug, and then he got denied bond and then oh seeing the seeing the picture of him or the video of him on zoom like Mm -hmm. in the in uh, like in court he, for the yeah for the hearing he had on the jail club i was like not thug!
1: yeah i mean yeah, i i was about to ask i was like yeah I, don't, I doubt they were giving him bond um
0: yeah no i i knew that wasn't happening but uh it's, it's just it's it sucks as a fan because like you know you you want you want the best like you although you don't know these people you kind of you don't want to see nothing bad happen to them. Like, especially if they're one of your favorite all time. Like, you know, they've influenced parts of your life. And it's like, dang, that's it, it really sucks. And Gunna Gunna was hot as fish grease right now. Just killing it. Have one of the hottest songs, hottest slogans of the year. And then to see it all flip around in like a day. uh, It's pretty crazy, man. Free, free the it, free YSL. Oh, and you 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 don't know who this is, but um, I th- think a day or two ago, a rapper who was NYSL, Lil Key, he passed away. Um, so how yeah, old? That's a rest in peace, Lil Keed, uh Twenty four, I think. Like
1: natural causes.
0: <laughs> Not natural. Um, I think I think I saw something saying something about liver or kidney failure which is usually a result of uh, i guess heavy drug usage so I don't know man Damn. but that was sad. rest in peace so key 24 it's, it's just a lot of sadness going on but i don't know we yeah. we, we we had something to tear us up i guess this past week
1: what are you Kendrick's the- back. Kendrick drop yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, so,
1: yeah. So, all right I mean, listen to the album. So, what what were your thoughts when you saw what, the heart? I don't remember the name of the video. Oh,
0: yeah, at least. the heart part five.
1: Part five, like what, so that that's like the prelude, like or like the the trailer to what was coming. Like it was like a teaser. Yeah. And so when he, when you when you saw has, that, like what, what were you thinking? Like oh my god, he like what what went through your mind?
0: Um, the first things. I got I got a little too excited like I don't know I, I didn't think I was but I, I saw the video pop up and I went to click on it I'm like yo that's Kendrick we get a new Kendrick um but I, I saw it and I think the most crazy thing about the heart part five was the video um it was it looked like one I think it was a one shot one take video all the way through With deep fakes of uh, OJ Simpson, Kanye West, Jesse Smollett, Will Smith, Kobe, and Nipsey. I think that was all of them. Um, But as far as the music, I thought it was a I thought it was a good song. I don't think that it's as effective without the video. Yeah, like I think to the me, video it, really Yeah,
1: it's it's one of those pieces that it's a visual and 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 um it's it's audio visual piece that doesn't make sense with just listening to it. Yeah, the, the yeah. visuals the visuals make that.
0: Like there's a there's a couple groovy parts in it, but um just listening to it by itself, um, it didn't have the same effect. Which isn't good for the Heart Part Five or the Heart series, because I know the Heart Part Four. That's something that I can play. Like it's not a a hit, but it's a song that I can play.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I got to. And I, I like, like to I, play. I, I don't even. Did,
0: did I hit a The Heart, heart Part four? four is crazy. He uh-huh. just Big Sean, Drake, and it kind of. Um, but that oh. That's a crazy track. But the heart part five, it got me ready. It also got me a little nervous because it was like kind of jazzy. And I didn't know what direction Kendrick was going to go in for this album as far as the sound of it.
1: Yo, but even so, when you mentioned the title of it, I was saying like that joint sounds like it's going to be on Room some, some yeah. Anderson Pac type stuff. And in a way,
0: nah, it wasn't kinda, Anderson kinda, Pocky, kinda,
1: but it was like. Yeah. It wasn't it was your typical joint. Yet. Yeah,
0: it wasn't mainstream sound. And I just, before I get it, because there's been a lot with the album, I think I've listened to it all the way through, I want to say between three to five times in a bunch of different songs just, but three to five times all the way through. Um, my initial thoughts after the first listen was it was good. But it wasn't on par with his other three being Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly and Damn. Um, that opinion has since changed. So, OK, because
1: when you when you said that originally, when because you had listened to it before I did and you said that it wasn't on par with those other ones. Now, yeah, I, I, I I. I, I, I I always think it's difficult, right? When you've put out like masterpieces, like how, like how do you continue to rise to the occasion? Because the three albums that you just named will go down as some of the greatest albums in hip hop history. And so to come out <laughs> yeah, with a fourth one, that's like, yo, crazy. How, how, how do you, how, how do you rise to the occasion? And so when I listened to it, like I told you, right, I'm gonna listen to it. I was going out for a run. And so I was able to like, just focus and while I was running and listening to the joint. And I was like, I, I mean, I don't, yeah. It's, it's like, okay. I don't, I don't know if, if, if that first take was accurate.
0: Mm, oh, okay. Cause you're not like, you like Kendrick, but you're not the biggest Kendrick No, guy. I'm, I'm not a.
1: I, I, like I, I've said it before and some people will be mad, but I'd be like, yo, if I had a choice between, because everybody always go J. Cole or Kendrick. Yeah. And so I, I think Kendrick is a dope artist. You never know what you're gonna get. Like he he's gonna push and pull and move all over the place. And I think in certain ways, J Cole is gonna is does that. But mm-hmm. sonic sonically, I I I'd, I'd listen prefer. to I would listen to J Cole first. Um.
0: Yeah. But
1: um, but no. But I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: Like I have this as far, as far as how I rank Kendrick albums. I think the best album he's ever put out is good kid mad city i think that is top one or top two greatest hip-hop albums ever um yeah, that's, that's just my thought yeah yeah it's it's, um, up, it's it's up there but that's not my favorite kendrick project i just think that's his best my favorites go damn good kid and i'm trying to figure out where to put mr morale and to pimp a butterfly because the similarities between those two is that a good chunk of those albums, I think more so now to Pimple Butterfly, after I've listened to Miss Morale more, it's sonically, it's not something that you want to play as much. Like, I I, I don't find myself wanting to jam out to, to Pimpa Butterfly. Like, I like <laughs> I like uh, Hood Politics. I like Black at the Berry. But outside of those songs and maybe like two more, I wouldn't uh, find myself just playing that album a lot
1: that was my argument when it came out man and people were like nah you got to listen to it like this i'm like yo
0: yeah like conceptually it's great yeah sonically it's i think sonically is great but it's just not designed to be played a lot sonically like it's it's like it's like a book that you read once yeah and like you you get what you need from it but like you might go back a couple but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, but I'm I'm going to actually, now that I listened to his last joint, I'm going to go back and listen to, to Pimp a Butterfly. He, like I said, like it just, it wasn't my favorite. I'm not saying that it's trash. And again, this is just my opinion. I have no, <laughs> I have no say in how other people, it just wasn't my favorite. Like it's not my favorite Kendrick project. Just like I told you that For Your Eyes Only is not my favorite Jake Cole project, right? It's just- right. It, it, it just didn't hit for me. It hit for certain people and like we, th- different things hit. And so th- this last project, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I got through it. Now the songs and stuff that people were putting forward as their favorite. I was like, okay. But, but the thing, the, the first song that made me go, yo, timeout. I remember where I was on the trail when I paused was we, we, we healed together. Oh no, we cry together. We cry, we together. cry together. Yeah. That, um, that's the joint that one, that one made me pause
0: Yeah I, I say My my favorite song so far My favorite song so far Is Rich Spirit That's the um, Stop playing with me Before I turn you to a song That yeah. one um, I like that And 9-5 We Cry Together The Savior Interlude And Savior Those are my favorite songs so far right, But
1: on. You said, Hold on I'm trying to open this joint Alright So yeah I like I, I gotta listen to them again because I haven't. I wasn't looking at all of the titles. Um, we cry together definitely was one that got me to look down. But yo, what is this? Crown was one that got me to look. Auntie Diaries was one another one that got me to look down. Um, was Mira or Mister Morale? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna listen again and actually look at yeah. the names of the songs when I when I'm listening. Um, but yeah.
0: Um, and so the thing that made me change my opinion, I, th- I think now I think I can predict, I think that this will be number three and to pimp a butterfly will be last in terms of my favorite, not meaning that it's bad. But um, like the more I <laughs> listened to it and, and I kind of hated this, but it grew on me because the my problem with it sonically was that I couldn't I couldn't see myself playing some of those songs mm-hmm. often. But as I started to understand the concept more the Mr. Morale, the big steppers thing and he, listening to the second half as like one big therapy session and then connecting c- kind of some of the chaos in the first half, I was like, bro. And like, you know, connecting certain things, the tap dancing throughout the voices, like even before uh, for the we Cry, we Cry Together record, I heard it like two times. The third time I listened to it, I didn't hear it. Uh, I heard my bad. The third time I heard it, I heard the this is the way the world sounds or something like that in the beginning. Yeah. And that that was like before I heard that, I was already saying like, yo, this just seems like this is a bigger picture of just some of the ways that we're going back and forth as a society, as a culture. And yeah. And so that, that was crazy, but yeah, just the more understanding of what he's saying. And I guess the path he took through the album is grown on me. Um,
1: yeah. And so this, this is the thing. And so I, I still use Facebook. I know people your age probably don't really use Facebook, but you know, I'm older than you. And, um, and so when I found out the album dropped, I was like, okay, everybody, prepare yourself for the think pieces <laughs> that are gonna come out. And so I was like, you know, make sure you get your stretches in because people are gonna be reaching, right? Yeah. And so people yeah, yeah. like the album just dropped, and they were think pieces almost like immediately, right? You, you know, like like people, oh my god! And there, there was this other this 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 video that was posted. I don't know if it was on Snap, whatever. Somebody's real that was like, yo, this is a. Kendrick fan listening to the album, and it was like they played like a one second clip and they just closed their computers. It was like, oh, it was a classic, like they didn't even hear the rest of it. Yeah, um, but e- even the people who were critiquing the album, it was like, Yo, did you even listen to the whole thing before you wrote your think piece, bro? And I was like, Yo, yeah, why not y'all wait till like one, I, Monday to write
0: it? I have because I follow a few journalists that cover a rap, I have no problem as long as you preface it with saying. My initial thoughts, or something like that. Yeah. Because, but if you're trying to draw a conclusion from the album from 12 hours after it released, it's like, bro, what, like, what are you doing? Yeah, stuff, um, stuff, stuff I got to
1: set it. But, th- but that's why I don't believe in the concept of instant classic. Because, yeah. like, classic, when, when I think about classic, or if I think about a classic hip hop album, yeah, okay. I, I think about longevity. Or I, I think about it's it's longevity and how we continue to speak about it because any any album that we call a classic usually has some longevity and and has done something and so like the albums that you named like Good Kid, Matt City is a yeah. classic. Without a doubt, Damn is a classic and.
0: So, oh, oh, oh. Come on, what? Come on, what? So, butterfly. Yeah, it's, is it's a classic. It's, it's a classic, and
1: the reason is the reason being is that we're still going to be drawing stuff from those projects years later. Yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. going to be coming back and talk to it, C- talking, talking with, with that album and engaging with it. We're going to be talking about it. Um, and, and every time you listen, like there's certain albums that I listen to over and over. I'm like, Oh damn, I'm, I missed that.
0: Yeah. The, the, the first and time
1: I, I, or the first 15 times I listened to the album, I missed
0: that. I, th- I think, <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if that happened for this album too. And um if it does Kendrick has a remarkable case for some some list somewhere something. Of, uh, of, I'm I'm not, not going to get to of
1: the greatest rapper ever?
0: Uh, my personal opinion is that Kanye is the greatest rapper ever.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> not and people always not lyricists just rapper in terms of rap artists or whatever um so so I would,
1: can we pause right there real quick so let's okay. let's think about this right because okay. you know kanye is one of, is one of my favorite rappers right um my current favorite rapper of this now generation would be cole the greatest hip-hop album in my mind for me was was always illmatic even you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. however and you you talk about like kanye is your favorite so if you if you take Kendrick's four those those four projects that we that oh, we've been talking uh, about, I did
0: this this weekend. But okay, so, go ahead.
1: So when you think about Good Kid, M.A.D. City, you think about uh Butterfly, Butterfly*. Think about *Damn*. You think about the *Big Steppers* or whatever album. Like those four, mm-hmm. and you put them against the <laughs> no. first four of nope. Kanye West.
0: Oh, what, the first four, the
1: first four, just the first four, the first four releases. What what, what are you feeling about that? How 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 do you rank the the discography at that point of the first four? And in in some ways, it's not a fair one, but yeah.
0: I still I it oh yeah, especially if Mr. Morale because that just came out. It's still Kanye because College Dropout, one of the best debuts ever.
1: Um, it's one of the best hip and rap albums I but you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Uh Late Registration, which is my second favorite Kanye album. I know everyone doesn't have it that high, but I love that really? album. I don't
1: know. How yeah, people don't like that one. But yeah.
0: Graduation. I like that album. That was that was one of those ones that I wasn't always like the hugest fan of. Not that I wasn't a fan of it, I just wasn't as knowledgeable of it. Um I guess it skipped me for a little bit. Uh, but people, a lot of people have that as their favorite Kanye album, even what? though the people registration, no graduation. Right. And yeah. even though the people who do that, I don't like to associate with those type of Kanye <laughs> fans. Those are the same type of people who have Yeezus number one. And it's like, okay. Um, but then you have 808 uh, and heartbreaks and that album influenced a large percentage of the sound from this current generation. So that's yeah. what puts it up and above for me. But yeah. if you want to go five, then you have my beautiful darkness with fantasy and then end of discussion. Um, yeah. But yeah, with the, with this, with this album though, I think the, the two most controversial songs was we cry together and auntie diaries. The mm. thing with we cry together it was it was a very vulgar track. Um, vulgar,
1: I, like, vulgar track, uh, like that. That's the thing not, I don't understand. Like vulgar
0: in the context of hip hop. May, maybe I'm using that. Well, y- yeah. It was it was uh, it was very different... raw. Yeah, but you know what I'm mean? like. Yeah. They, they would they they were swearing. Cra- they literally the bridge or hook of the song was f you. F you you know yeah, okay uh, but yeah it was it was a lot um
1: bro in the current state of affairs
0: eh. okay and like pe- people the people who had a problem with it it wasn't like pe- there were just people who i saw like that just didn't really want to hear that and like didn't didn't appreciate it the same way others did and if you don't then i guess cool um it is what it is but that song i was like I, I sent a message to someone. I was like, that needs to be somehow nominated for like a Oscar or Emmy for like best dramatic performance. Like uh, Shorty on the song, what's her name? Taylor Page. She doesn't even, like, she's not a rapper, but her delivery, it was so strong and believable. Yeah. Um, And they was going back and forth. She was, <laughs> she, she was getting on Kendrick. Yeah. And
1: so the interesting thing for me was I'm listening to it And so I always, I always think about, okay, what are people going to say about this? Because these days people got issues with everything. If you don't agree with it, then you got to come out and try and recruit other people to not agree with it in the same way you don't agree with it. Right. Yep. But the the interesting thing, it's, it's the beauty of the struggle that was exhibited in that, in that piece, like the tensions, right? Like we cry together, like people are hurt. And, and people are, are, are crying and a lot of the conversations and the interactions that I had within that song are based on pain. Right. Yeah. And so it, the pain, uh,
0: oh, that's what, um, that's part of what makes this album so crazy, especially the second half. But yeah. It's
1: like, it's it, it, they're going back and forth inflicting pain on one another. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what, that's what they feel they need to do. But then as the, as the song shifts and you get to the end,
0: <laughs> it's like love again or whatever. And it's because like the the first the first track Kendrick is talking about and it's a repeated thing throughout the album. I grieve different and we grieve different. And it's just bro, the the themes present themselves. But that was that was a crazy record. Like the first time I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh shoot, this beat is crazy. And then Kendrick get it gets on the track. I swear I'm tired of these emotions. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, they, they take it, they take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, the second track, Auntie Diaries. People had a problem with this because of the use of um the F word, which uh the F word that I'm talking about is the homophobic slur. Yeah. Um and Context. Context matters. Yes. Yeah. But I think I think um, if you're someone who has a problem with just the use of that word and like um, just like he shouldn't have just used it just because you don't think that word should be used. I can't have a problem with that because it's like okay, if you don't want him to use that or if you don't want him or if you don't want to hear that, then that's cool. And I can't fault you for it. But. When you look at the way he was using it, like if anyone tried to conclude that he was using it in a way to be harmful or anything like that's crazy. The way he used it was very one, very real, very realistic. The way he talked about it, like how it was used when he was a kid. uh, that's. it seems like that's the truth that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge. Like that word is used by a lot of young people and a lot of like it's not even something that they know what it's referring to or who it's harmful towards. It's just a word, a joke, like he said in the song, comedic relief and like stuff like that. And then you get to the end and this was the part where I'm like, if you're mad at anything other than the use, like a lot of, a lot of people were like, if you're mad at this, uh, or if you're not mad at this, how would you feel if a white person said the N word And it's like, bro, did you listen to the end of the song? Mm -hmm. Um, He's he's talking about the conversation he's having uh, with his cousin who's trans. I don't know if the people who didn't listen to the song, the song is about uh, his trans family members and I guess their whole journey, and his journey with that. Um, But at the end of the song, the cousin's like, yo, ain't no room for contradictions, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, she's like, she says the F word three times, the way he's been using it throughout the song, blah, 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 blah. We could say it together, but only if you let a white white girl girl say,
1: call you an N-word.
0: Yeah. And that was in reference to that time where he brought the white girl on stage to perform the song. (laughs) I think it was Mad Mad City. And then she didn't stop herself from using the N-word. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the song, it's like ain't no room for contradiction, blah 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 blah. We could say it together, but only if you do this and that. That's kind of the like people were saying that like, would you let a blah blah blah, blah say that? And it's like, if you listen to the song, that's kind of what he's saying. Like, that's why it's not acceptable to use.
1: So here, here here's here's my thing, right? Like with the N word, you know, some people <laughs> like I, I've always said that I don't I don't think people should use it. Like white people should use the N word. Now, mm-hmm. let, let's say that there was an artist <laughs> that we trusted, right? Who who used it in in the a same white way. Artist? Yeah, a white artist who used okay. it in the same way that Kendrick used it in the song. Let's say it's a song, similar mm, nah. vein and, and they I'm say
0: gonna, it. I'm going to be honest. Mm, it, it, it wouldn't fly. It, okay. it wouldn't fly. I, I wouldn't even be cool. Bro, you got a problem with Drake saying that how <laughs> you got a problem. How you <laughs>
1: come on. I'm just I'm asking the question.
0: Yeah, no, because that's that's ha- like I've yeah, no, that that wouldn't fly with me. And I don't I don't know. I, I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I could I feel like they're they're both bad, but there is a difference in the words um in terms of the histories of the words just from what i understand um but if i'm wrong i'm yeah, open to I mean, really
1: but the other thing is the the part is that the word was used and 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 i think and he he used uh, no, no i mean he he he's i'm talking about like the word was used as a youth like growing up like when we were growing up there, there was no one teaching us about the, like inclusive language yeah. Right. In, in the streets. And and so the, the F word definitely was used to demean, to, to joke with someone, to make them feel less than a man. Um, like, you know, all of these things were, were were taking place. I think it would be interesting. Some may disagree. Again, if a white artist talked about how that word was used around them. Or was just used Bro. frequently, right? Um, it, you know, do, do we do we listen? Is is there a space for that? Because people act like they don't say it, so and you expect me to believe that yeah. it's not being it wasn't used around
0: people. Or like that? yeah, no, 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 yeah. I just I don't think it could happen because mm-hmm. I I think the like for years and years and years now it's been known. You cannot say that, and I, I think I think it'll be the same thing in however many years with um, the F word. I think I think it'll be the same where it's like there's n- there's no there's no back and forth, kind of like the way it is now, even though, just kind of like the way it is now. But the way he used it and the way he told the story, I think it's very necessary for especially a lot of young people, a lot of young black uh, kids who may have listened to this album, I think they're getting a message that they would not have gotten otherwise. Like when I was a kid, I heard that word used the most uh, in like game in like uh, video games. Like people online would say it. And for the, I don't think I knew until, I want to say like middle of high school that that was maybe a little earlier, that that was uh, like, It was a word used against a certain group of people. Like I didn't. I just thought it was just a bad word that you're not supposed to say. Um, But yeah, like the the way he's telling the story and like he talked about the question, the day he chose humanity over religion after the pastor called out his trans cousin, and it's like if you're mad at that, it's like, bro, how do you want? How do you want think? Because but people
1: because people have to listen. Right. I, I think we are, we are in a space where we hear something that goes against me or we feel that goes against what we believe. We shut down and people don't listen. People don't in, engage and don't have certain conversations. And so people make assumptions before understanding the whole argument that's being made. Now, if you listen to the whole song and still feel that it's problematic, th- I mean, that, that's fine. Like you can, yeah, you can feel that way. And I mean, do you see what he was doing? Do you see how he was engaging? Do you see e- e- the complexity of what he he was, he was doing?
0: And, and I, I will say, oh,
1: continue my bad. No, nah, I'm just saying like that, that's what what some would, would argue.
0: And I will say, I didn't see like a lot of people calling for like Kendrick to be canceled or anything. So that lets me know that there's a somewhat of an understanding of how it was being used in, but like bro if 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 you want to fix problems or teach people different someone with the influence of Kendrick it's it's like bro I would I would think that you would somewhat want that I get if you don't want to hear that word I get it um or if you don't feel like he should be able to say it I get it um but yeah I I thought that he used that word in, in the stories of his family members in a very uh transformative uh, I guess in a way informational, um, and like hopefully inspiring way that like people take the message and if you were acting a certain way, you, you know you question some of your behaviors or something. Um, but yeah, I only got one more thing on the, uh, about this album. What the last song? I believe that he addressed no name on mirror addressed Um,
1: in addressed in what way
0: if uh you remember the thing kind of turned into a no name and j cole thing yeah because uh because they j cole was the one who made a song about it and commented on uh what she said about them but the thing was uh when the protests were going on in 2020 no name made a tweet calling out she didn't say names but she called out uh Basically, people like Kendrick and J. Cole, pretty much. Um, she said, like, uh, people's whole careers and catalog be about the Black plight, but when it's time to show up, they're nowhere to be found. Basically, something to that effect. I think she called them a name or something like that. Um, and so that that was the thing. And then it turned into the no-name-and-J. Cole thing. But on the mirror, uh, Kendrick says... Uh, she told me that she need me. I didn't believe her. I think that's in reference to no name calling him out for not being present and not being super vocal. Um, she even she even called me names on the post. The world can see it. Jokes and gaslighting. Mad at me because she didn't get my vote. She said I'm trifling. Disregarding the way I cope with my own vices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what else he said? Maybe, Maybe it's time. time to break it off. Run away from the culture to follow my heart. I realize true love is about saving face, but unconditional. Uh, when will you let me go? Blah 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 blah. And then he go he goes on. Oh, sorry, I didn't save the world, my friend. I was too busy building mine again. And then he goes on to say the hook of the song. I choose me. I'm sorry. On and on.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Bro, he. It's like it's real too, and that goes back to the thing. I grieve different. For you to call out another black artist for not being vocal after seeing we we saw George, I, I'm it was the time of George Floyd, Rihanna mm-hmm. Taylor. Like we, we're witnessing and seeing murders of black people in a time where everyone has to pay, like everyone deals with things differently. And for her to call it out, I think she was wrong on that uh part. I think she was valid in the way she was feeling, but she was wrong on that because it's like, you can't expect to everyone to be the same type of activist or uh, process things the same way you do. And I think he addressed that in a great way. I'm not sure if he is talking to no name, but I'm pretty sure he is. I'm not sure if everyone else caught that, but um, I thought that was a really good response. And sorry, didn't save the world, my friend. I was, you know, I was busy building mine again. And that that was another thing. He not trying to be the voice of the people and, you know, just being him, his family and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Um, so it was, I, I guess it's safe to say that I'm appreciating this Kendrick album a little more.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, but, but I think that's important, like for people to talk about like their first take and how they kind of grow. Um, and, and, and after dealing with it and going through it again, um, and, and so what I'm going to do is go back and listen to it while I'm listening to it. Also read, read the lyrics mm-hmm. as I'm listening to the yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause I think there are things that, you know, are, are missed. Um, but yeah, man. So I think it, I, I just love when people are creative and complex in their artistry, specifically in hip hop. Like I long for oh. those, those things, man.
0: Okay. Oh. Uh. We got. I wanted to keep this really quick. I've been I've been waiting in the pot. There's a lot on my mind. Um, one, baby Keem, his influence. Um, I guess Kendrick is kind of the one who's now being credited with the baby Keem sound because he has uh written a good amount of tracks for him. Mm-hmm. But like just that sound, I think that baby Keem is great with the way he delivers in his voice and he is very unique um and i thought I thought he did a great job i think kendrick sounds good when he uses that flow most of the time um so i wanted to shout out baby Keem. yeah I'm, then, I'm gonna
1: need to you to send me something i should listen to from baby Keem
0: because i don't you yeah, know i got you i got you there's a song called scars that i really like um but the last thing Kendrick Lamar, this is why I was kind of mad at myself on um, how the album was growing on me. Kendrick Lamar gets a benefit of the doubt that no other rapper gets. Like because in his career, he's always done these cryptic kind of conceptual albums. He gets a benefit of the doubt that if I don't like it on my first few listens, I'm going to keep listening until I like it, until I understand something. And I just think that's crazy, because if we're being honest, a lot of the sounds that he tried or a lot of the the different ways he delivered his message if any other rapper did it if j cole got on the joint uh on a track talking about uh push him off me like huh, like doing stuff like that but people uh, like people getting him out of
1: here we know that's not his thing man but like kendrick like he he, he he's always oh yeah he's he's known for using multiple voices and that's what people say. Like you never know what, what what Kendrick you're going to get. Um, and so I think that um, that's a beautiful thing. And, and the last thing I got to say, cause we, we got to rap, but yeah. I, I think the beauty of it for me is like, I, I was talking to you before is that he's doing what he wants to do. Like in a sense that he's, putting yeah. out he, he's putting out stuff that is, is resonating with him and senses that it will resonate with others it he doesn't seem like he's trying to fit into anything similar to and that's and that's what
0: that's where i think a lot of the people who didn't like it and were hating on it from like a social perspective he didn't release since 2017 and the world has changed a lot socially and culturally since then and i think people there was a good amount of people who were upset that The way that they grew with their opinions and beliefs that Kendrick didn't also have those same beliefs now. And like some of the things he was saying, like even the performance on we cry together, it's like, Whoa, I would never do or say anything like that. Why are you doing that? Wait, we're not the same person. I didn't have the same process as you, but go ahead.
1: No, I'm, I'm saying like similar to, I mean, that's how I feel about Cole, like where, and the interesting thing about these two artists is that like they are, They're their own people in a sense. They'll get on a track with other people who are more current. Do what they got to do there, and still be able to come back to 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 their to their their sound, right? It's they show you that oh, I can do this too, but I'm doing it like it's they're they they have a tool belt. They have a hip hop tool belt. They'll bring. They could bring out a hammer if they needed. They could bring out a screwdriver. They could bring out a a wrench. They could bring out the Allen key. They they have like this hip hop toolbox. Um, that keeps you guessing You know with their projects And before we wrap There's an album that's coming out in June That I'm waiting for I believe it's going to be called 2000 By, by Joey who? Badass
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's coming that's out. Coming that,
1: that's, um, the, that's the one that I'm waiting for man
0: And we didn't get to talk about it I'll just say this Future I Never Liked You The album he released a couple of weeks ago Phenomenal I love it okay. But uh Yeah That's it Alright man
1: people Thank y'all for listening in I'd love to know what y'all think about that New Kendrick project You know what I mean Um But yeah Thank you for bridging the gap with us You know what I mean Yeah Peace
0: You know what it is it Thank is. you
1: for listening to the Bridge the Gap podcast Subscribe Give a 5 star review And tell a friend to tell a friend You know what I mean
0: Turn it up Turn it up